It's here, the first Ghostbusters interdimensional cross-rip t-shirt, featuring front art by Dapper Dan Shonen. Wear your support for the podcast with pride. Proceeds from sales will go to keeping the lights on and not to putting beer in our stomachs. Men's and women's styles are available. Visit GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to buy yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hey there, fellow conductors of the Metaphysical Examination. Welcome to the crossover for the week of October 30th, 2017. Yes, it is Halloween week. It's a spooky one. We have Stranger Things Season 2 that just came out. There's a lot of Ghostbusters connections there, which we're going to be talking about, including a sneaker release party that happened in Los Angeles. We've also got some IDW news and also Bill Murray. Lots and lots of Bill Murray sightings and stories. It's going to be a fun one. Stay tuned. Toys.net presents the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key master? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. I think these people are completely nuts. Woo! I started recording... Well, I got a half an hour of us. <laughs> 30 so. minutes ago. It's another one of those episodes where you won't get to hear half the episode. <laughs> because we can't talk about it in public. What? What's the... Uh, Dana Gould was recording an episode live of his podcast, and he had... Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jonah uh, from the new MST3K. Oh, Jonah Ray. Jonah, Jonah Ray, thank yeah. you. And they were talking there, and he... In retrospect, it turned what it turned out to be is Dana Gould was going through um, his divorce at the time, and it had. By the time we heard the podcast, it kind of come out, uh, but at that time, it had only been a few days. He makes some reference to uh, uh, some crack about secrets, and then Dana's like. Jonah, you and I had a lunch full of secrets, didn't we? He's like, oh yeah, did we ever? And he kind of drops some hints about what they were talking about. And Jonah's like, you ever have a lunch where, you know, you just listen to somebody and every once in a while they go, oh Dana, no! Oh Dana, no! Oh no! <laughs> Very Mr. Bill style. Exactly. Oh, no. uh, well, rest assured, neither one of us is getting divorced that we're aware of, and uh, that's not part of it. About, no, but, we, uh, we'll let, cut all that out. That has yeah, nothing to exactly. do. Hey, we'll happy, start now. Happy uh, day before Halloween, everybody. <laughs> oh, Halloween. yeah. Day before Halloween. Hopefully, you are listening to this on October 30th. Otherwise, we just look foolish because it's the day after or the day of Halloween. And then it's uh, it's just not the same. It doesn't carry the same weight, the gravitas, if you will. Hey, whenever you're listening to it, it's Halloween somewhere. It is right? Halloween somewhere. Is yes. that how it works? I mean, okay. uh, 364 days of Halloween because you got to have Christmas. <laughs> I mean, Christmas has got to be a day on there. I had heard uh, tell recently somebody was saying that uh, Salem... Massachusetts and area. Yeah. They yeah, basically, October is a solid Halloween month. Ooh, yeah. It, obviously. It, I mean, tourism yeah, well, alone. You yeah. Gotta. Exactly. But it's it's a it's a purity thing. It's a tourism, cultural purity thing now that no, 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 no. No Christmas. <laughs> no, th- no Thanksgiving. You can start pushing Thanksgiving, uh, you know, November 1st. Yeah. No, 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 no. Halloween. I, I want that. Yeah. I want 112th of the year to be... Pure Halloween. I mean, as as we were coming in here to record, you know, my wife was watching uh, 
Golden Girls reruns, and Hallmark is already in full Christmas mode. And it's just, it is it is 103 yeah. degrees here in Los Angeles. It is not winter time. It is nowhere near <laughs> Christmas. I went to the Home Depot to look at the, I was eyeballing, they had a giant spider. Like a, by giant, I mean... Like a lawn ornament kind of thing, or...? Yeah, size of a smart car. Yeah, <laughs> it was a big plastic spider, and it was three hundred bucks or something like that. And I was kind of like, go back, you know, just wait week before Halloween. Just wait. If nobody picked it up, maybe they'll, you know, maybe they'll put the twenty-five percent off. Maybe I'll do it. Yeah, I get down there. They had shoveled the last of the stuff out into the greenhouse. Oh no! And the and the, and the holiday space inside was now filled with trees Christmas and bites. And, Which, yeah. by the way, as as Halloween gets more. Um, expressive those same companies pump out christmas stuff as well so we walked in and it was like where that exact same spot where there was a pallet of motion activated cackling eyes light up skeletons was now exact same height and size <laughs> motion activated ho ho hoing <laughs> nose lights up uh, santa claus i'm like really costumes and everything uh it's funny uh, anyway, Halloween is is one of my favorite seasons, and that's why it's been yeah. such a bummer that it's been like summer heat down here. Because I always love you know going to the pumpkin patch and and getting yeah. the apple cider, and it's it's just it's miserable. If you watch the World <laughs> Series uh, that's going on, game game two just finished as we record this, and it is miserable at the baseball field, and it should not be. This is like fall baseball. It's ridiculous. So yeah, you guys are you guys are overheating. We're Actually, probably because you're overheating. We're actually not doing too bad. We have had rain. Well, it's, yeah, Pacific But it's on and off. Yeah. It's on and off. Like, well, no, because trust me, some years the rain turns on and does not stop. (laughs) Uh, Currently, fingers crossed, knock on wood, it looks like, uh, hello? Hello. Uh, Hello. It looks like, hello? It looks like um, we're going to have a... uh, a pretty good day. It should be dry and all oh, that. Okay. And, all right. and I've discovered that I'm living in Haddonville, sort of. like Ish, which, yeah. Which is my nickname for any neighborhood that you live in in North America that when fall comes looks like the pretend Halloween <laughs> in Halloween. Does that make any sense? Yeah, exactly. Where all of the leaves look painted orange and yeah. it's not so, quite real. Yeah. So uh, L.A., Turned into was that supposed to be New England or something? I guess. Yeah, uh, among of, other things. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or ET. They had a Halloween bit in it, and again, it's Southern California. But and it's supposed you, to you, be Southern California, isn't it? That that's always the mind-boggling part of ET. It's like, how is it fall right now? There are no yes, seasons in Southern exactly. California. <laughs> but that's the whole thing. That's Spielberg in the case of ET and all that going. This is what it's supposed to look like. So yeah. that's what it looks like in her head, which means that in the years where it's dry enough here in the Canadian Pacific Northwest, <gasps> oh, actually the Maritimes are pretty good too. Although the Maritimes, I think they're doing okay right now, but they often run the risk of early snows. Oh yeah. That's sometimes. Uh, life in Colorado was always interesting on Halloween where you would go on the, the hayride and you'd be bundled up in snow gear because it would be freezing yeah. and snowing. So, you know, I'd be dressed up like Gizmo from Gremlins and I'd have a snowsuit on and it would make zero so, sense. I remember uh, uh, two or three Halloweens where a carefully thought out ho- uh, costume uh, was applied at school yeah. 
but yeah. for trick or treat, uh, we all turned into hockey players. <laughs> we just we just got our junior gear on and <laughs> went trick or treating as hockey players. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, met, man. <laughs> I had a couple of cousins, uh, their mom, all the moms of my cousin's group were all very crafty people and sewers and all that. And she made beautiful, uh, slightly 70 ish. It was, they were, the, the materials and colors were very, uh, uh, 70s. So, uh, uh but, uh, clowns, very Harlequin y clowns. And, uh, they looked great until she had to put them in skidoo suits because it was like, <laughs> freezing <laughs> so all you had were these tiny you know white faces <laughs> with the red nose oh man uh, that but sounds anyways, very uh, familiar that sounds very familiar i didn't i didn't realize it i moved into secret studio north at halloween uh last year which means i didn't really get a good look around so i've been standing here for the you know stepping outside for the last couple of weeks and we have all the trees that do that great oh, color man. stuff that's so awesome the ones so we jealous. have the ones that in a single tree leaves are green, yellow, and red. Like it's supposed to be a progression, but the trees just change. all three like, at the same time. They all change differently, so you end up with these bands of colors ah, on the same cool. trees. Ah, yeah, I'm jealous. Now I'm even more seasonal uh, affective disorder <laughs> kicking in. <laughs> but like I say, you guys have the trade off that you've. Where you're at now, you'll never have a freezing Halloween. Yes. Well, that's uh, – oh, boy, if this keeps up, uh, we're well we're well <laughs> above the freezing Halloween. We're in good shape we, here. But Actually, you guys have moved into uh, chocolate melting in the bag territory. Ooh, we, uh, we have our candy dish you know, ready, sitting at the door to go, and we have to keep putting it in the refrigerator because it's melting inside the dish, and it's <laughs> just – we're going to have all these kids that come to the door and they're going to get, uh, you know, peanut butter cups that are completely <laughs> flattened like pancakes because they've all melted. But <sighs> I got a rock. Yeah, I got a rock. I got another rock. Hey, uh, so let's talk some Ghostbuster stuff. We have much, much to go through on this episode. Uh, this is a very packed episode. We got about a three page rundown. We also thought we were going to have some interviews in here and it was just going to be huge and packed. And it's, it's still... It's going to run a little long, but we have uh, good good things to talk about. Before we get into that, I wanted to ask you about uh, two things. Uh, Bobby's Toy Chest. I don't know if you saw this, but they posted a prototype of the uh, Librarian Ghost. Did you see that today? I did not. I missed it today. I, uh, tell me, tell I, me more. I, I don't know where Bobby of Bobby's Toy Chest finds all this stuff because he's the one who's also found the pilot episode of uh, Real Ghostbusters on the 16 millimeter film and is doing that telescene right now. Yeah. He somehow, somewhere, and it was something I had no idea existed, found a prototype for the librarian ghost that Maddie Collector had done that never went into production. They decided it wasn't viable or it was done just as the line was ending or something but yeah. uh so posted up to his uh, uh instagram and, and twitter account and and it looks like a really great sculpt like it's one of those where i go oh my god why didn't they do that because it looks really awesome maybe it's like it was going to be a ghost a pack-in character with another another variant of egon that we never got or something i don't know but it, it yeah, looked really cool because <laughs> that's what we all want is fall jacket ghostbusters yeah exactly we need uh <laughs> columbia university exterior ghostbusters all that's three right. of them um but so anyway i thought i thought that was interesting and then the other thing that i thought was interesting it's sort of a tidbit to talk about at the top here but the ectoplasm mug that you posted yeah. i think it was on Redbubble. where was that at it was it an Etsy thing no, it was Redbubble, and it's two of them because oh, they did one for the the pink 
Ghostbusters 2 slime? Because remember, there was a period of time right. where yeah. Tanner was pumping out the slime according to the color of the movie. So yeah. there was green yeah. slime and pink slime. So they made a mug out of either one. And then uh, Ninja Turtles came out, and there was ooze in every color, and they were like, oh, God, throw everything we got. <laughs> Yellow slime, red slime, blue slime. They made the – it's funny because when you think back about the, those tubs of slime were actually the exact size of a good coffee mug. So <laughs> it's, it's not a surprise that it looks really good Oh man, as, as a coffee mug. That was one of those where we have we have so many mugs and every time I see a clever mug, I'm like, I need that. And that was another one mug. like, I need that mug too. Could never possibly use all of those mugs, let alone store no. them in our apartment. But uh, That's before you even add in like the uh, the uh, Value Village uh you know, 1982 Garfield mug yes, that I found, yeah. or the 1978 Smurfs mug that I found. You know what I mean? Like the collection of cast off yeah, that nobody wanted. Yeah, all of the Burger King mugs and things like that. Mm, and, yeah. Ironic coffee in the yeah. morning. Yeah, uh, it's the best. Anyway, so yeah, those were best two. Part of, the best part of waking up is ABC <laughs> Saturday morning trivia. Is hipster irony. Um, yeah, so uh, the, those were the two little nuggets. I, I try to give us some some conversation starters, but Chris, you and I are well warmed up because we have been talking for 30-some minutes as we did on the Blade Runner episode. So we'll just yes. gloss over those and we'll we'll say that we're warmed yeah. up. I think everything is good, and let's get into the news. Hey, guys. Peter. I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to turn your head. Multiplanar curly and emanation. Now, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. I'm going to start our lost episodes somewhere. It's going to be Ooh. when when we when we call it quits and we close the doors on the cross rip and we <laughs> just have all of the airing of the grievances, that's when you're going to hear all of these... Uh, <laughs> 20 or 30 minute outtakes that nobody is supposed to be privy to but um the, the bridge the bridge burning episodes <laughs> exactly you know uh, as many native americans did we're just gonna burn the forest down when we leave for the season <laughs> <laughs> um, the the uh, the uh, effort episodes <laughs> yeah exactly uh, anywho, let's talk about idw comics because i'm excited about this i'm i'm so yep. excited however i've had one hell of a week as that is what the topic of conversation was and i haven't been able to read it but ghostbusters answer the call number one on shelves and digital now uh, i read it did I you read, read it? it i mean it, i hear I nothing but excellent things it's getting great reviews yes um it's interesting because it's it's a good tonal match to the movie and it's a very different tonal match to uh shoning and burnham oh and and does it include elements from IDW's proper Ghostbusters universe, or do they kind of keep things separated? They mention them. Oh, they do. Once. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But everything else, very cleanly separate. So this quite obviously happens after 101. All right. So they have met, um, and it uh, makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. But they make they make one, uh, ultimately makes a reference to a piece of equipment that she modeled after a piece of their equipment. She doesn't even say Ghostbusters. I think she says, like, our other dimensional Ghostbusting brethren. <laughs> Well, so, I like, like I that. said, it, I really like it's that. a it's a little it's pretty clear, and it's also slightly obtuse all at the same time. And uh, yeah, all the more to just, and I think that's the way to go because our first introduction to them in the comics was in one hundred and one. Yeah, and it's it's the circus, right? It's the IDW uh, Shoning and Burnham. Uh, it's been running for you know the better part of a decade. 
cast of thousands sure. circus. How do they fit the, in the regular the puzzle and yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas this one is it's just them. And so yeah, I, I kind of appreciate that that they kind of acknowledge that the link's there and then look the you know, just, just let them didn't be. pay it any attention. Yeah. Um well I'm I'm excited to see how they handle a lot of things. It's I, I purchased it on digital. I ha- I didn't make it to the comic book shop today, unfortunately. And uh but I'm really excited to read it because I just want to know how do they get the car back? Like where, where does this ecto come from? I hope that that's explained. And, uh, uh, so, so many things that I'm looking forward to diving into, but, uh, the good news is that they've been getting a lot of press because of Mm -hmm. uh, release day. And, you know, because I think everybody is looking at this, especially Paul Feig himself as the continuation that probably would not happen otherwise. Uh, no, no sequel coming, obviously, uh, and and the future is to be determined for that uh, particular group of characters. So I think it's nice that they're getting this this uh, opportunity to keep spreading their wings because they I, I'm sure had plenty of stories to tell. But uh, Hollywood Reporter had a great interview with Kelly Thompson and Corin Howell. Kelly being the writer and Corin being the artist, of course. And uh, I thought we'd just kind of go through a few of these things because I, it's it's really interesting, especially Kelly Thompson who. Uh, she has a really great perspective on things and I, it came and it hit me at at a a very good time. And I was like, Oh, thanks Kelly. I really needed that. But, uh, (laughs) so, uh, the Hollywood reporter asks, there was such a strong embrace of the new ghostbusters online, but their canonical adventures extend to just one movie to date. How did those two things impact you as you approached the book? And was there a freedom in telling the second story or were you aware of the fandom surrounding Abby, Aaron, Patty and Holtzman, especially Holtzman? Let's be honest. Kelly Thompson says, as much as I want more answer the call Ghostbusters movies, as many as Hollywood will give me, there only being one film so far is great for us in the comics because we have a huge field with limitless possibilities to play with. And the excitement and devotion of the fans, they really make the whole thing possible. There is a demand and passion for these characters to see their stories continue even in other mediums. And while that puts pressure on us to get it right, it's also wonderful energy to tap into. And yes, the Holtzman energy is particularly intoxicating as it should be. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, there there are. I mean, for all of the uh, the negativity and the vitriol that we had to deal with um, uh, over the past year or so, it's, it's tough to believe that it's only been a year since this film came out. But um, yeah. it, there are fans. There are those new fans that came in, and that's their Ghostbusters. And you want to honor them. You want to... Uh, ad- adhere to their expectations of what the continuation is going to be. And, and it's, it's an enormous amount of pressure. It's a strange, I, I, I really feel for Kelly and the, the creative team on this book because they have to continue something that probably should have continued, probably had many more stories. I'm sure that uh, when Paul Feig and Katie Dippold were sitting down, they were talking about the future and what the sequel could be and, and so many different things. So there, there is a lot of pressure on them, even even if it may seem like there is no pressure, like, oh, the reboot didn't do so well, it underperformed, there's not going to be a sequel, you guys have all the freedom in the world, have at it. It's tough, man. It's It's got to be hard for them. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, we can only talk about it so much because you haven't yeah. read it, and I certainly don't, and they yeah, usually that's true. don't spoil it for people. But um, I did mention that there's a tonal difference, and, and the the one thing I noticed is well, there's a couple things I noticed. One, um, they establish or reestablish rather who does what 
in the group real fast. Mm, interesting. Like where, whereas in the movie, it's just sort of implied what's what. Like nobody shows up and announces, I'm so-and-so and here's my stuff. <laughs> you just go, all right, well, those two went to university, so they're trained in that. And they both know the she technology. Seems, she seems to have a technical background. Yeah. Holtzman's very technical, but she's not just an engineer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then there's the whole Patty thing of, well, she doesn't seem to have, well, at least it's never announced that she has any sort of secondary education, but they set her up as a historian. This one, they're like, nope, here's Patty. Patty's the group historian and, uh, you know, New York enthusiast, etc. Like, they just, mm. they have these little things where they, 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 they lay it out to you in one paragraph. Here's and, uh, character A, and here's their traits, and away they go. It's kind of real Ghostbusters in a sense, doesn't it? It sounds like to me that yeah. that's what they did with real Ghostbusters. Like, let's just embrace the the archetypes that these characters fall into, and it'll be easier for the kids to understand, yeah. and we won't have to deal with backstory and all that stuff. We just know that Vankman's the wise cracking yeah. joker, and Ray is the heart of the yeah. Ghostbusters, who's enthusiastic, and Egon is the brains, and Winston is the guy who handles all of the muscle and drives the car, and yeah, just like yeah. just like raise the guy who will kind of remember that, you know that maybe that one offy bit in an occult book he read. Patty's the one who remembers that little bit of trivia from mm. a history book that she read about New York, etc. They uh, and then Holtzman they definitely dial in as you know the mad scientist of the group. <laughs> right. And the other thing that was a big tonal shift is they get to their big bad real fast. Oh, interesting. So, whereas. Uh, Eric and Dan like a slow build. Right. And yeah. I think you and I have even talked about this. We've a number of times in various series, we're like, we're three episodes into six <laughs> books and where what's well, where are we yeah, at? Yeah, and, and the big bad is ancillary, like totally insignificant yeah. to the, the, the run of the stories. It's you know if I had to boil it down to RPGs, Dan and and Eric tell like the big, like the slow burn campaign. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like stuff will happen and there'll be little encounters, but it's building up to a big encounter. And then the flip side of the coin for ATC is they're like, nope, it's it's a it's a, a simple dungeon bash. They're like, <laughs> here's the setup. Here's the big bad. Go. Yeah, yep. And you're in a dungeon. Roll, roll for strength. Let's go. Roll for strength. That's uh, right. <laughs> Automatic five step. Go. Um, <laughs> So, and th- that's not good or bad either way. They're obvious, but it's just what I noticed was is that by, uh, what do you want to call it, artistic license or artistic choice, or maybe a little bit by design, they were like episode one. Like, there's no slow burn on these girls. We got to yeah. get it going now. Oh, man. Well, that's... So... I've, I've anxiously... Hopefully, I can crack into it actually before I uh, head off to Dreamland here tonight because I'm, I'm excited it's a hell for it. Of- it's a hell of an opening. Excellent. Uh, I'm, I'm, ah, I'm anxiously awaiting the second one. Um, and, and as opposed to Dan and show, uh, Dan and Eric, where I'm kind of like, I'm looking forward to issue two because I have, what's going on? I need more information, guys. <laughs> Input. <laughs> need the, yeah. <laughs> Whereas this one's like, I'm looking forward to issue two because wow, yeah, that's a bit of a next? cliffhanger. Oh, that's cool. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so one more one more thing from the Hollywood Reporter here, uh, just to close that off and bookend it. Uh, this was the one that really got to me. Uh, they asked Kelly. You have worked on licensed materials, including Gem and the Holograms, Marvel's Hawkeye, Star Wars. In addition to this, how does Ghostbusters compare in terms of getting into the right mindset to tell everyone what happens next? And Kelly says, one of the secret tricks of working on a larger-than-life property like Ghostbusters is to just go into complete denial and pretend that it's no big deal. In my experience, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things 
where if you think about the larger picture, what it means or what's at stake, it can really paralyze you. Instead, you just have to dig in and do the work. For me, cracking something like this is always about finding the voice for the characters, and if you can find that, all else will fall into place, ellipses, uh, eventually. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, I, this I, for whatever reason, this just really sparked to me. Uh, you know that you just kind of have to approach it like it's anything. You can't, you can't go into it like an Uber fan, and you can't get caught up in the oh my god, I'm working on Ghostbusters. Oh my god, I'm working on Star Wars. Like this is a huge, huge deal for any person who has grown up on these properties. And then you, it will, it'll paralyze you with fear, or you'll start getting caught up in if I should do this, if I shouldn't do this. Will it? Uh, will it be true to the characters? Will it not be true to the characters? You can't tell stories when your hands are tied like that. So um, I, I really respected that. And that, that actually is what really gave me hope for the series too, is that, look, nothing is sacred. Uh, everything is fair game. There are stakes here. Kelly Thompson is ready to uh, get in there and tear some stuff up. So uh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm anxious to read it. I'm glad you got to read it because now it's even made me more excited. I'm, uh, I'm just like, all right, mm-hmm. I got to read it before bed. Um, all right. So speaking of IDW, the announcement came last week, uh, before, uh, our, our excellent mix master on the air with me here did, uh, the mix that you heard last week, which check, check that out, especially this week. It's, it's perfect if you guys haven't listened to it yet. Um, but, uh, the next annual is on the way and it's coming in February. Uh, it's very Halloween themed because it looks like a certain real Ghostbusters, uh, villain is coming back. If, did I, I, I'm correct in reading into that, right? Eric said, oh, we're bringing back somebody, and it kind of looked like Sam Hain, and there yeah. were pumpkins everywhere. Yeah, and- the only, the cape kind of made me wonder if it was Sandman, but you're right, it is kind oh, of a pumpkin yeah. head. I mean, it's well, there's pumpkins on the walls around him. Yeah. I kind of thought maybe it was just, it's Sam Hain just I, without his uh, big pumpkin I think cranium. Yeah, I think that's the better guess. Um but yeah, we gotta wait till February. Yeah, oh, man. Although what I did like is, and it was very clear, it is one hundred percent Dan Shoning. Yes, yes. It is. It is not. Uh, it is not an anthology like uh, previous. Previously, we've seen. This is one hundred percent Dapper Dan. And and Dan was actually on the Yes Have Some podcast uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, as you listen to this. But he was talking about Fre- uh, Freddy movies and and Nightmare on Elm Street because he's a big fan of that. But uh, they did pick his brain about the the annual because it had just been announced, and he said, uh, "Yeah, it's it's lovely getting to have some more breathing room with Eric. That they're not trying to cram everything into twenty two pages uh, and keep it to a ten to fifteen minute read. So uh, yeah. I'm I can't wait. I'm sure that it's going to kick things off." For whatever is to come, you know, we do have uh, the TMNT crossover uh, coming up here in two, three weeks time. It's it's just around the corner in November. And then yeah. uh, obviously answer the call. And then what's next? We don't know. And I think maybe that annual will be the telling tale of that. So, yeah, every annual previously has set up what what's coming next. Yeah. So. And especially if this one is a, a big giant sized issue uh, f- from Eric and Dan and uh, Tom and Louie and, and that crew, I'm sure it's, it's going to kick some, some stuff off. So I hope it's the return of Robo Buster. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Robo Buster. I just watched that episode. John and Cave and I were talking about it a while ago. And I had to rewatch it because I was <laughs> oh, Buster. But there was that one, and they riffed on the same thing in the um, the Marvel UK comic or the Real Ghostbusters yeah. comic. Yeah. No, sorry, it was Marvel UK, but they reprinted the uh, Now comics. The Now comics, yeah. Where uh, they, they it's got that RoboCop 
stepping out of the car spoof. It was one of the oh, man. Yes, it's, in one of those. I've got the little digests <laughs> that I think Titan or one of those guys did. Not not too long. You can still get them on Amazon. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and Titan, yeah. Titan, yeah. Just uh, excellent stuff. I mean, it's it's definitely tonally very different than the now comics, but uh, yeah, check check those out. Um, yeah. All right, so this is the one that I've been excited to talk to you about, Chris, because we weren't able to oh talk last God. week about it. Uh, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd had a little bit of a union <sighs> in Kingston. Yeah. Uh, and it was all part of Bill's tour for his record with Jan Vogler. Uh, he was on Colbert a couple weeks ago, which was great, too. He did a performance of yeah. his West Side Story medley, which, uh, of course, ends with a, a great note about Puerto Rico. Um, so it's the picture that made us all kind of fuzzy inside. I'm sure you've seen it. It is Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and random pizza guy uh, <laughs> hanging out on a Saturday night, getting a photo taken. Um, and it's it's really fun. I mean, you look at the photo and you're like, yeah, that's totally them. I'm sure Bill Murray became fast friends with this guy and Dan was just along for the ride. Um, but they're actually, there's a really great story behind it and, uh, two, two media outlets picked up on it. So I thought I'd read this, this, uh, news article and then we'll play some of the audio with the pizza guy because one of the radio stations there in Kingston was able to get him on the phone and, and talk to him. So, uh, Saturday afternoon, Bill Murray sightings in Kingston were popping up in social media posts that culminated in a pizza pickup in nearby Harrowsmith. Not surprisingly, Bill was in town visiting his friend and fellow Ghostbuster Dan Aykroyd, a Kingston area resident who has his ancestral home on Low. Oh no, Chris Lowboro. Is that right? Lowboro. <laughs> Spell Low- it for me. L O. I don't. I don't have the breakdown in front of me. Well, it's L O U. I'm sure it's Lowboro, but it's probably got a cool like uh, you know. Uh, uh, Greenwich. Like, well, that doesn't look like Greenwich. It looks like Greenwich. Anyway, Lowborough Lake. We'll just call it that. Well, uh, the trouble is, is that, uh, <laughs> uh, Alberta had a premier called, uh, Peter Lougheed, spelled the exact oh, same La- way. I mean, that's probably it. Lougheed? Spe- yeah. Spell, yeah, here's the problem. Spelt the exact same way as uh, a named road here in BC, which everybody co- pronounces Lowheed. So <laughs> I cannot help you so with that basically pronunciation. What you're saying is that there's no correct pronunciation. That's okay. So, well, either. Uh, <laughs> Either Michael Tanaka is gonna uh, jump in, like, yes. or uh, the Ontario Ghostbusters. I think the Ontario Ghostbusters will likely have the answer. <laughs> All right, guys, I just never want to discount. I never want to discount Michael because you know, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, Michael's the man. <clears throat> it's coming. Just, just say, just say Lowborough. Yeah, Lowborough. Sure, it's Lowborough. Anyway, moving along. Uh, This weekend, the two actors were first seen together in Toronto on Friday evening when Murray held an eclectic and entertaining concert at Kerner Hall with Jan Vogler and friends. Aykroyd was in the audience at the hall on Friday, and the duo were first spotted the next day in Kingston at Shea Piggy Restaurant. (laughs) Shea Piggy. Mm. Dan Dan and Bill were dining with a couple of friends at around 5 p.m., and soon after leaving were seen at Cook's Fine Foods, where Bill purchased a huge wedge of cheese and reportedly wore it on his head. Oh my God, they're making the world tour in there. It's I love it. Anyway, the final local encounter was at the pizza place in Harrowsmith at about 9.30 p.m., according to Scott Burns, who had his photo taken with the two actors. According to his interview with 98.9 The Drive on Monday, which we're going to play in a second here, Scott says a pickup order was placed under a different pseudo name, and the two actors soon walked in to pay for it. 
Not your typical customers, of course. Bill soon asked him to change the channel on the restaurant's television. The reason why will be revealed. Uh, and Dan, who has been a regular customer of the pizzeria for many years, needed some help with a car problem. <laughs> oh my God, this is so surreal. Check out Scott's interview with Reed and Ben on, <clears throat> on 98.9 The Drive for more about their visit and to find out which celebrity Scott met back in the day when he delivered a pizza to Dan's Lowborough Lake home. So what we're going to do, Chris, is we're going to play that, that, that interview with you. This is awesome, guys. I'm so excited for this. Here we go. Drive mornings with Reed and Ben. 823 over the weekend. If you haven't had a look up at our Facebook page yet, Bill Murray was in town. With Dan Aykroyd, who we know, of course, obviously, from Kingston and has been seen frequently enough in town. But uh, to see a picture of Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, at a pizza place in Harrowsmith on Highway 38. It's actually called the Pizza Place. And we have got the owner of the pizza place, uh, Scott, who is on the line with us this morning. Scott, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. Thank you. Uh, all we've got to go on is the photo up on our Facebook page, but we'll, maybe we'll let you tell the story of how Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd end up at the pizza place. Uh, they, they ordered uh, they ordered some food, and I didn't. Uh, they ordered under a different name, so I didn't even know who it was until uh, Murray walked through the door, and I like a puppy dog. I turned my head to the side, like what's going on, and then I seen Aykroyd behind him, and kind of just put two and two together. And I guess they stayed for a bit because you got the, your photo taken with them. Yeah. Uh, did they stay around? Uh, to chat at all uh, what was what kind of mood was bill murray in what was he saying uh he wanted me, i had the habs and leafs game on he wanted that off so he could watch the cubs game <laughs> <laughs> you didn't that turn that it off up. did you uh yeah for, you do what bill murray asked you to do yeah Fair for enough. sure <laughs> they were up to nothing at that time so he was super happy right they actually were in Ackroyd's 1940 buick and it was overheating so they needed water to put into it to cool it down so they were there for a little bit Somehow the story just keeps getting better. <laughs> Crazy. They're just like normal dudes. It was just they just came in and, and went about their business and nice. No, did you ask uh, Bill Murray like what he was doing in town? Why were they were they talking about a Ghostbusters uh, sequel or? <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't. That've been great, but no, he didn't give me any inside scoop. Yeah. Okay. So they they were just mo mostly talking, doing their business, and you were just sort of watching, going, "I can't believe Bill Murray's in my store right now." Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Did you make them pay for the pizza? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, why do you think uh, you know Dan Aykroyd uh, had Bill Murray in your store with you? You probably just told him about how great it is for years and decided to bring him out to it. So many people on our Facebook page, once we posted it, you know, obviously we're commenting on Bill Murray being at, at the pizza place, but other comments were the fact that you have great pizza there. And you said Dan Aykroyd has been ordering from you guys for years. Yeah, 25 years at least, yeah. So it seems like it was one of those situations where Dan Aykroyd had Bill Murray in town, so we don't really know why. Um, no. But while he's here, he's like, hey, I got this great pizza place. Come on by and check it out. Yeah, it must be, yes. And decide they take the Fort 1940 car for a spin, and yeah. But now that they've now that they've both been there together, will there be an Aykroyd-Murray pizza or some type of uh, Ghostbusters pizza to uh, celebrate the occasion? Yeah, I hope, yeah, maybe I'll have to figure something out, but I'm <laughs> sure we can uh, come up there. Maybe next time he's in, I'll ask him what he wants on his pizza. We'll name it after him. What about, um, you said you have some stories from back in the day when uh, Dan Aykroyd would order and you you delivered pizza to his house before. Yeah, it was back in the day. My 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 parents uh, delivered them over, and like Eddie Murphy was there, and 
they invite you right inside to have a beer, and it's pretty cool. I was too young to drink, but. <laughs> Any idea whether or not Bill Murray liked his pie? Uh, he'd have to. I can't remember what kind they got. They got pizza, lasagna, and salads and stuff. I just don't remember what kind of pie it was. He's too busy cleaning up his jaw off the yeah. floor like anyone else would be. <laughs> Hopefully, um, he'll be back. Um, me too. I hope that'd be great. <laughs> and in the meantime, I got a hankering for your one of your pizzas. Yeah, be sure you come out. All right, sounds good. This is uh, Scott. He's the owner of the pizza place on Highway 38 in Harrowsmith. And, and had a little visit from Dan Aykroyd like he does all the time, but had Bill Murray this uh, weekend. Uh, great stuff. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for, thanks for calling me. Reed and Ben. Drive mornings, 98.9 The Drive. Uh, uh, can you write a sitcom better than this, Chris, where two, <laughs> two actors who are, you know, in, in their gold, they're getting in their golden years, like they're... There are a couple of guys who you're like, is that Bill Murray and is that Dan Aykroyd? I can't believe it. And then, of course, there's that Bill Murray, like, nobody will ever believe that this happened. No, nobody's ever going to believe that the two of them came in to pick up a pizza. Bill turned the TV to watch the baseball game. Dan needed some help with his car out back. It's You can't make this up. Like, this is not something that can be scripted. I, You know, I'd love to see them uh, do a... Uh, um uh, an odd couple, <laughs> except I'm pretty sure they're both Oscar. So yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, you don't you don't have your uh, you don't have your your straight man. Which you, one was Tony Randall? Felix. Fe- yeah, you had Felix. Klugman Unger, was and uh, yeah, yeah. Felix was. Oh, Mathau. Mathau yeah, was, was with Felix, uh, and Oscar was. Wait, is Klugman, that right? It was Klugman was on TV. Klugman was uh, yeah okay yeah 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 yeah. The, I'm thinking of the movie, but the slight the slightly sloppy one. They're both the slightly sloppy one, <laughs> which one out. that is, yeah. which we're mostly sure is Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> you maybe. Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> I'd watch it either way, yeah, though. I would watch so. it either way. I'd, I'd even watch a, uh, like The Getaway, if you remember that show that was on Esquire or whatever it was. But just watching the two of these guys go around to the three restaurants in one night would be an amazing <laughs> documentary that's exhausting uh, their retirement age and i'm listening to their evening going uh they I'm had, exhausted already they had three dinners chris <laughs> they had three dinners uh, i'm lucky if oh i boy. get home and you know reheat a little bit of noodles and then i go to bed like I anyway two, so. two guys a caddy and a pizza place i'd watch that <laughs> thursdays on abc thursdays on abc <laughs> Hello, uh, boat. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. Well, so real quick before, because we've got, we have Stranger Things stuff coming up. We got to talk about that. But mm. uh, speaking of Bill, he's also getting some press because uh, he and William Murray Golf are currently raising funds for Puerto Rico as well. Um, if you go to the William Murray Golf uh, website, they are taking donations. You can win a trip to go play a round of golf with Bill, and then he will take you to the 19th hole, and you can have a drink and dinner with him. And it sounds amazing. All you have to do is donate to their Puerto Rico relief fund. Um, and, and like I said, on, on Stephen Colbert, he did this great West side story, uh, medley where that's also on the album where he ends with the note about people forgetting that Puerto Rico is in America. Just awesome. Like Bill is really going above and beyond doing his best for this. Um, but so TMZ picked up because when he was in Washington, DC, the other thing that Bill has started doing is he's charging people for autographs and not because he's Bill Murray and he wants the money, but because he wants you to hold 20 bucks cash out that he collects and he's going to give that to the Puerto Rico relief fund as well. So he's more than happy outside of his hotel to sign an autograph. As long as you've got a crisp $20 bill in your hand, Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll sign until your heart is content. 
Um, so TMZ picked up on that. They put their usual clickbait, like Bill Murray goes savage on guy who doesn't fork over $20. Yeah. <laughs> TMZ crap. TM, TMZ uses the word savage, savage incorrectly. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, it's, it's more like a rye joke, but so anyway, so this, this TMZ reporter is as TMZ reporters often do trying to prompt Bill to give him a soundbite or do something or, uh, and, and, and it goes uh, awry and Bill, well, here, listen, just, we'll, we'll play this here. Thank you, fan, Bill. There. Cool, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bill, I got the money right here, Bill. I got 20 right here. You my car as well, Bill? Bill, put on. Okay. Bill came from Baltimore. I have the 20 waiting for you. I have Sigourney Weaver. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Silver so, pennies out of Bill, Puerto Rico's gonna be doing okay right now. Uh, please give me a silver pen. The pressure's pen. on. Bill, can I, get you I, gave I gave you the money, Bill. Can I please get a silver pen? Hang on your trousers, okay. will you, fellas? Okay. Bill? Look, you're a whole shill. Got it. I've got a donation for Lost and Thank you. Bill, can I get you my echo? These are donations. Look at that, bud. Puerto Rico's gonna be okay, Bill. Thank God they got yeah. that early in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Hold, 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 yeah. hold on, Bill. Hey, I gotta give this guy some money. I'm helping him. That's all you got. I just want to donate. That's all you got. That's all I got. Bill, I didn't know you were. It's okay. That's fine. Bill, I... thank you, Bill. Bill, my man, this is Let me borrow some money. I let him borrow some money, Bill. So I'm helping too. Alright, but there's a shirt. So, Bill, where's everything going to? Three dollars. All right, go get a job and come back. It's not savage, Chris. It's not. He's he's like three dollars. Get a job and come back later. You know, it's and that's as he's walking away, going back to his limo. So the other thing that you're not seeing because you're hearing this in audio is it's as he's walking away and it's the last person at the row that he's kind of like cracking the joke and then leaving, leaving on a high note. Yeah. It's savage would be that you leave the guy embarrassed, like horribly embarrassed and, you know, uh, duly chastised. Yeah. Whereas this was just sort of a, a disengaging, I'm doing it for 20 bucks. Yeah. I would not do it for $3. The whole point of this, like, I don't have to do the autographs. I don't have to sign your, I mean, people are holding out Ghostbusters posters and stuff that I'm sure will end up on eBay in two seconds. Uh, so in that respect, it makes sense. Like give the guy 20 bucks. It's going to a good cause. Uh, and, and he's being good natured about it. He's like, because this TMZ guy is like, I, I just borrowed three bucks, Bill, please sign this. And like $3. Come on, man. So, uh, I, I will never pass up an opportunity to play Bill Murray audio on the show. I just thought we had to dive into that. I don't want to give TMZ any more attention for it, but I do want to give Bill attention for the, the fact that he's trying to raise those funds, which I think is really cool. Um, all right, real quick, before we get into stranger things, let's do two merch updates. Uh, bummer for the Lego dimensions fans. Uh, Warner brothers is dismantling the property. Um, and I say dismantling because I think that's the play on Lego, the way that they wanted to, to spin it, but they're basically just not going to release any more. And the support is going to end. Eventually you can still play the games, you can still uh, collect the, uh, the Toys R Us shelves are still full of Lego dimensions, especially the Ghostbusters figures. So uh good chance there will be clearance uh, sales. Just throwing that uh, out there. Uh, Maybe. We kind of debated this when the first series ones ended up in the, the, in the dollar, dollar store. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's just the long term. This is... The- <laughs> 
it's the trouble with any time you make a game as a service platform, like yeah. Rock Band and stuff like that. Like you can burn it out pretty quick, <laughs> and I think they burned out Lego Dimensions pretty quick. And it's a shame because it is, it still remains an impressive achievement in terms of co-licensing and, and oh, IPs. It, yeah, you know, like it's. So I would have liked to have seen it go on for a bit longer. Um, I know they're still rolling out as uh, normal because um, I was at the store the other day uh, at Walmart. And, yeah, the section is still huge. So, yeah, get ready. I think, yeah. I think we're going to see a, a lot of clearance there coming up some clearance pretty quick. And, I mean, there, there are a few that I was holding off. I did want to get the Gremlin set because uh, I want that little mini yeah. fig uh, gizmo had, and things had, like that. They but, had a, a sign-up for, you know, just released, and it was the Beetlejuice one, which right. I don't think was super brand-new release, but relatively recently But relatively recently, recently yeah. I mean, I, the trailer was so, not that long ago. So, uh, it, I mean, it, I, all uh, good things must yeah. come to an end. It's, uh, it's sad, but... Uh, couldn't last I, what, I, what I need to do now is I need to actually, uh, <laughs> I I think if I wait till it's discounted, I don't think I'll find one. So I may just have to knuckle down and preemptively pick up a uh, like an Xbox One or a PS4 yeah. copy of the game because I can't. You know, I got the Xbox 360. I cannot run that up the flagpole. Yeah. On a new, I need I need to go buy the base platform again. You got to be like, ready bleh. just so you can play. Uh, be a little uh, backward compatible for a little while longer, but yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, sorry, Clearance. sorry, fans. Clearance. Yeah. I mean, so what, that leaves yeah. that leaves Nintendo, and Nintendo is a strange animal because Nintendo is Nintendo. Like Nintendo yeah. is its own weird market bubble in terms of video gaming. So it's the yeah in action. <clears throat> was it not in action? Play playmation. Play. I've already forgotten what the Disney one was. Oh my god, what were they called? Oh yeah, they had um, uh, play playmation. Was the the Marvel ones? Uh, uh, I can't remember. In, Infinity, Disney Infinity. That's Disney what it Infinity. Yeah. That's it. Thank you. Uh, anyway, so those are eye. gone. Lego Dimensions are gone. Uh, yeah, uh, Amiibo is the last one standing. But um, Skylanders not doing oh, so well. Yeah, it, has, it, 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 it hasn't folded, but I but think Skylanders is was, what started it all, right? So yeah, I think I think there were some noises that the last uh, whatever you call it series that they released didn't perform as they hoped so yeah. i think it's kind of reached the end of its days as well <sighs> well so, hopefully we uh, can pick up on those clearance <laughs> sales and pick up those sets that uh you may have been putting off uh purchasing that's the i'm way to... pretty sure lego dimensions will be the game that i finally get around to playing when i you know retire into the old <laughs> folks home <laughs> finally <laughs> time to get through this stupid <laughs> wizard of oz level <laughs> Come on, Frank Menlin. No. Oh, no. Get Scooby Doo. Oh. Yeah. Grab Scooby Doo and B.A. Baracus and let's go kick the witch's ass. Okay. Uh, come take your medicine, Chris. It's that time. Hmm. Don't touch the TV. I Poor haven't saved. Chris. He doesn't even have Lego dimensions. He just continues thinking he does. Lego uh, dementia. <laughs> Lego ah. dementia. Oh, boo. All right, let's Moving let's right our along. last news item before Stranger Moving Things. Moving right along. Do, 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 do. Uh, loot crate. I've got a quick update from our loot crate friends. I have. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I have in my in my grubby little hands here. I have a box from the uh, good good people at Loot Crate here. Uh, we have some goodies inside. Um, I'm not quite sure how to give these away, Chris. We need to we need to hold a contest. So I think you and I will. Uh, 
sidebar offline and figure out the best way to, to do this. But there are some really cool items in here. Uh, we do have one of the uh, Karate Kid Stay Puffed uh, Marshmallow Men that's up for grabs, so uh, mm-hmm. that's very cool. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, we're going to figure out something fun and clever to do with that. And uh, maybe you can get your hands on some of this loot. I said on the rundown, 45 minutes would be when we get to Stranger Things. And if you don't count <laughs> our 30-minute sidebar at the beginning, uh, we're good. We're good. But yeah, Stranger right. Things. Stranger Things are afoot at the Circle K because it's a fever pitch. As we are recording this, the episodes are about to drop on Netflix. By the time you hear yep. this, you will probably have binge-watched all of them. I will probably have <laughs> binge-watched all of them. I'm going to be sitting there on Friday night doing it uh I'm going to have the, the Code Red Mountain Dew and the Doritos, and uh, it's going to be like I'm <laughs> 16 again. But I was laughing because uh, I was watching, I was walking through the uh, London Drugs or something and walked past the magazine section, and the latest mag- magazine on the cover it said, oh, God, do I have the joke right? We binge and purge watch The Walking Dead. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Binge watching has entered the uh, common lexicon. Yeah, binge and so, purge watch. Oh boy, I don't know about you. I'm not a binge watch guy. Like I can't. I'm yeah. I but I, I can't think, do it. Well, Stranger Things I, is one of those. Like my like my wife and I did the like we did the Battlestar Galactica thing from Portlandia with season one. We watched the first one. We're like oh oh that was <laughs> good. We gotta watch so, the next no! one. Just one more. Just one more. Okay, we gotta watch that. <laughs> so it 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 was unintentional binge watching. I think we did stay up until about two two or three in the morning on a school night, uh, and and just could not stop. So I, I have a feeling that will be the same thing here. But uh, I can't do it. I end up these things end up taking me two or three weeks to get through them. Yeah. It's not a one episode a week thing. I will admit, but I watch a couple, and then it's time to go to bed, and then. I, it takes a few days to get back to it, and I get to the weekend, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna watch a whole bunch of them." And I get <laughs> to like watch three one or two, in and I'm yeah. like, "No, I gotta, no, I can't." But that's like, good. You absorb it, and it, it's like when you read a really good book. If you speed read through it, you don't retain quite as much. But if you read a chapter yeah. here, then you go to bed, and then you read another chapter, and you go to bed. Um, yeah, so uh, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. I mean, the good thing about uh, the the fever pitch of Stranger Things that has been hitting this time around that season one did not enjoy. I mean, there's merchandise everywhere and there are billboards everywhere. And we're going to be talking about the Ghostbusters tie-in in in a second here. But I mean, Target has t-shirts, even the Ghostbusters themed, you know, because they're wearing their Halloween costumes. So they've got Stranger Uh Things Ghostbusters shirts. Hot Topic has shirts. There's uh, the Funko Pops. Yeah. I've been trying to avoid spoilers, but the thing that, uh, became apparent real quick is that the Ghostbusters stuff is very, I don't know how much it persists through the whole thing, but it is heavily front loaded in the first episode. And that's kind of why we're seeing it everywhere is because it's in the first episode. And they can't, so, yeah. They're not giving anything away by putting that in there, I guess. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's meaty and it's chewy <laughs> and we love it. And it's giving nothing away. Like really yeah. all they're doing is showing us glimpses of the first episode. Uh, and they use that, as you say, uh, the shirts and all that, because guess what they had the materials for first to hand over to, 
you know, uh, uh, merch partners. Yeah, the designers, they've got those photos that we saw, whatever it was, a year ago now where they were yep. in those those suits. So, um, so yeah, I, I mean, it, merch is out there if you're a Ghostbusters fan, if merch, you're a Stranger merch, Things fan, merch, if you're a merch, fan of both. Merch. It's, it's awesome. Uh, and before we get into the actual, the, there's a lot of Ghostbusters crossover that we will talk about in a second, but Chris, you were, you were in a scavenger hunt. Like you were wearing your Gatton <laughs> smile fundraiser shirt. And then what, what happened? You were just like driving around and happened to fall into this. I, how did this I happen? Stum- I stumbled into it, but did I, was it on air or not that I mentioned the, uh, the local cable company Shaw has the, um, the voice activated remote like Apple does. Oh no. Uh, maybe you mentioned this on the air. I, <laughs> I don't, don't recall. Remember. Yeah. Just to, to quickly recap, they have radio commercials that are running where, uh, the, the dad's like, uh, yeah. Did you hear that? If you say stranger things, uh, three times, uh, it'll appear on TV. Oh yeah. Okay. You and did mention this. Yeah. yeah. And the son's like, stranger things, stranger things, stranger things. And then the legend is real. It's like, are you going to tell him that it was the, you know, the whatever Shaw interactive, but I can't remember. Sorry, Shaw. I'm the worst pitchman ever. And you're not, well, you're not paying me. So you get what you pay for, but it's got a name for it. So you're going to tell him that it was the such and such remote. And he's like, yeah, eventually I'm like, ah, that's a good joke. And radio commercials are rarely funny anymore. So I appreciate that. Um, yeah, but that's what it is. Shaw. The reason they mentioned stranger things is also because Shaw here in Canada has struck a deal with Netflix so that if you're a Shaw cable subscriber, Netflix comes with it. Oh, which is a big right. deal uh, and a big way to push it is because guess what you can't get anywhere else stranger things too so <laughs> you know sign up everybody um but what was happening is, is i was out running errands uh and i got on this particular weird bit of road here in in vancouver and it was stuck in traffic the light was like you know a two or three stop to get through i don't know what the heck was going on and it's one of these weird bits of the 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 city where it created a a Times Square esque triangular block. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. every city has that when as the roads grow, every once in a while bits get trapped and you end up with a non block. Well it's this non block that has the world's weirdest warped parkade. Like whoever owns that bit of property said, right, you come in it off this street and then we'll have 10 parking spots on two levels and there'll be 15 degree inclines. Like what the <laughs> hell? How did you cram parkade in here? All right, fine. So I'm, it's right in the middle of this block. I'm, I'm parked next to it and I look up and there's a billboard there. That's one of the ways they make money off it. And the billboards made up like the, uh, the Christmas light alphabet. Oh, and there's okay. a whole crowd there. And I was stuck at that light so long that it's like, Simon Fraser <laughs> Element. That's two blocks from my old house. So, and like six blocks from here. So, <laughs> and all these people just start sprinting. And I'm like, I'm in a car. I'm going to see. And I get there. And Suckers. I I basically accidentally interjected myself into the middle of a scavenger hunt. They had these poor, there was the second round of, I don't know how many they had, like four or five throughout the day. But yeah, people would go back to the light, read the hint, like get the clue. Go to the next location. Go running to the next location. So, but you had to be in the whole thing for some big, big prizes. But, you know, if you were participating, you you got a a Netflix, you know, three-month card or whatever. So I show up and I'm like, there was a sign 
talking to me. I mean, it sounds crazy, but you're all here, so it I can't be that Steve crazy. Right? Movie. The sign told me I needed to be here. So, so they, yeah, they're like, so there was release forms and kit because they had people with cameras and right. all that. And I'm like, well, oh, sure, fine. yeah. And they're like, yeah, okay, head back to the sign. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm not heading back to the sign. I have adulting to do, but it was fun. Thank you. Oh, how <laughs> funny. But that was the punchline is that particular day I was wearing my uh, my Gaten Matarazzo uh, smile shirt with uh, the, the Dustin Busters yeah. logo on it. And I showed, the, I showed the camera guy. I was like, yeah, this is, this is weird, right? And I show him the shirt and he's <laughs> what laughing. What are the odds of this? Like, what are the odds? Uh, anyways not here to win a tv or anything like that because i wasn't here for the first part and i'm not sticking around for the later parts but <laughs> thanks everybody god how funny the fact that you <laughs> were wearing your shirt while you were driving and you just stumbled into this too that's uh, I, I love yeah. it but well all my shirts are ghostbusters based so it's just statistically well, it was not that far chance. off <laughs> i mean even if i wasn't wearing the 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 smile t-shirt it would have been a ghostbusters one and given what we know about the second series yeah still would have been coincidentally interesting except yeah. for the bit where all i seem to do these days is wear ghostbusters t-shirts so <laughs> take you it and as I you both, man yeah exactly well that's funny uh <laughs> I, I had to. Fi- I thought you knew that you were going into it, and that's why you were wearing the t-shirt. No, and now it just, it's <laughs> I had no all idea. just a lovely coincidence. I love it. Um, Although uh, callback, if the if you saw the picture that I posted about it, it the the pretty red trees in the background. Oh yeah, the good fall point. Of Vancouver. Mm. Yeah, that's very true. A perfect example of that Halloween. Look. Oh man, and what a better environment to be doing the uh, scavenger and hunt for Stranger Things in. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I uh, left watching all these hipsters uh, sprinting back to the side. It's, like, it's nice to have, you know, nice to be 24 at loose ends fine. with a you know, good go cardiovascular system. <laughs> you keep running. I'm just going to, I don't know, uh, drive ca- back to the office. I'll catch <laughs> you guys at the finish line. <laughs> the best part is some of the prizes they were handing out were these um, – Costco bulk size boxes of Ego waffles. That oh, was, that's pretty good. That was a nice touch. I still have yeah. not played the Ego uh, Stranger Things card game, but I'm I'm anxious to jump into that. But <laughs> a friend won one, or a friend of a friend won one, and apparently at the same time, a kid was there uh, participating and was dejectedly uh, dejectedly sad. Very good, Chris. That's <laughs> wow. Right, wordsmith. He, he was really sadly sad. He was very. <laughs> He was very uh, glumly bleak, <laughs> that uh, bleakly glum. That uh, he didn't he he didn't win the the egos like they had like I said these gift cards and all this and he didn't want any uh, t shirts he didn't want any of those he just he was sad he didn't get the egos so he just waffles and he was so happy oh, that he had man. a giant box of waffles which would be kind of ridiculously funny except that I got a five year old that given a chance would eat nothing. But Ego Waffles. He hasn't even seen Stranger Things. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that's uh, waffles for breakfast, of course. Oh, man. (laughs) His Uh, other favorite food is chicken nuggets that I've tried to explain to him. Have you ever considered chicken nuggets in your waffles? Oh. And he's like, that's silly. I'm like, all right, we'll get there, pal. Yeah. One day. (laughs) His head will explode. (laughs) 
Um, well, anyway, so, uh, yeah, Stranger Things, uh, Ghostbusters, it, it seems to all sort of merge and, and even more so now that, uh, you know, we have seen the images, we've seen the trailers, uh, if yeah. you're, if you're trying to remain spoiler free, like Chris and I are, there, there was a clip that I haven't watched yet that they're talking about Ghostbusters. Um, yeah. I'm so, ignoring, I'm ignoring all trailers, etc. I'm just, y- nope. Yeah. Nope. And especially this, this close in, I mean, again, as you guys listen to this, you're like, <laughs> silly guys, it's already out, but you know, we are on the precipice of it as we record this. Um, however, there was a great article in entertainment weekly where they were talking with the Duffer brothers about the Ghostbusters tie in. And we learned a little extra special something here that Ivan Reitman and Dan Aykroyd were actually involved in this season and in a very yeah. peripheral sort of way. But um, this went this went beyond mere dear Sony. We're going to mention Ghostbusters. Is it okay? And yeah. moved into the land of not only is it okay, but we'll give you our blessing and chat with you a bit. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's I think it's great. I mean, knowing knowing the Duffer Brothers are so um, reverent of all of the properties in the '80s that they grew up on, and and that's what they're trying to harness the power of in in Stranger Things. Um, here they are. They go to Sony and they say we want the kids to you know, be wearing Ghostbusters costumes because it is the uh, fall of 1984 and that was in the zeitgeist at the time. Uh, So they say the series opens during the week of Halloween in 1984 and it finds the core group of kids, Mike, Will, Dustin, and Lucas, all dressed as Ghostbusters. In order to use those costumes, though, the Stranger Things creators, Ross and Matt Duffer, had to actually have a conversation with Ivan Reitman and Dan Aykroyd. Matt Duffer says, we got to talk to Ivan Reitman on the phone because he and Dan had to approve it that's interesting that it's like oh you're gonna wear costumes of ghostbusters we, yeah we need to know about that we need to see what you're gonna do and and i think that was just a way for them to kind of maybe talk to the duffer brothers maybe to start a, a little bit of a conversation here between uh, these creative groups and uh and and obviously it has led to other things which we'll discuss in, in two seconds here but uh the duffer brothers are huge film fans so this was a work call for them but it was also a massive thrill uh because they obviously like you and i would uh, gushed about how much they love uh, ghostbusters and all of ivan reitman's movies and so matt duffer says uh ivan reitman said it was really flattering he said that he read the scripts uh for stranger things he had seen the first season or had at least pretended like he had um which uh, he, ivan is a master i'm sure he has either seen it or pretended that he had. That's that's a Hollywood thing to do. I love your last movie. Did you see it? No. <laughs> um, I've heard it's very good. I hear the music is wonderful. Um, but uh, but they were really into being a part of the show. Uh, and then to the point that they sent everybody on the crew these Ghostbusters toys at the end of the shoot. Uh, so you know these guys they wore out their VHS tapes watching Ghostbusters. Here they are. They're talking to Ivan Reitman. They're talking about how he can be involved and. I'm sure there were some creative conversations there. I, I love the fact that there is a, even if it was maybe just a five, 10 minute conference call, uh, these guys, there's an open line of communication. If you are one of the proponents of Duffer Brothers for Ghostbusters, I think this is a very good sign because they are talking and they like each other. That's always, mm. that's the hardest part is to get everybody to have a general meeting and be in the same room, let alone uh, start discussing creative things. So, uh, very cool. I think it's only stoked the fire of all the people that want to see a Duffer Brothers Ghostbusters movie. Will it? Won't it happen? Uh, who knows? Who's to say? I think Stranger Things is going to be the closest thing that we get to that uh, for now. So just enjoy that. Enjoy seeing these kids 
uh, role playing as Ghostbusters and uh, and and just enjoy it as if it was a Ghostbusters movie. There, look at it that way. Um, so anyway, so this is all a big buildup to the news of the day. As you and I are recording this, Chris, uh, the party is probably still raging as we speak. Uh, one of the crossovers was Sony and Reebok and Netflix and mm. Stranger Things and Ghost Core. All <sighs> five of these entities coming together to create something wonderful a pair of shoes. <laughs> well, probably a few pairs. Yeah, probably a few pairs. Well, I'm sure well, it's a particular type a, of a particular pair type of, shoes. of pair of shoes. So, uh, Dustin in the current season, this is not spoiling anything because we have seen it in the photos. And in fact, they released a publicity photo, uh, to, to go along with this announcement, but he wears a vintage pair of 1980s, uh, Reeboks that in true junior high school, high school kid fashion, he's taken a Sharpie mark or two and he's drawn, on them again you're bored in class you're sitting there what am i going to do i'm going to draw on my shoes i did it i had ridiculous designs on the soles of my shoes and i probably looked stupid uh (sighs) but so what they've done is they've taken those shoes that dustin is wearing in the episodes and they have recreated them for all of the sneaker collectors and and movie memorabilia and ghostbusters collectors alike uh and and that you can buy these shoes Uh, maybe uh, so they go on sale uh, Saturday as we record this. So you, they will already have been on sale by the time you hear this. Um, possibly sold out. Possibly sold out. We have no idea how many of these shoes were made. They're being very coy about how many. I'm, I'm somewhere between two pairs to two hundred pairs. I don't know. I have no <laughs> they, idea how many of these shoes they have been made. made. It, they made at least two sneakers uh, to comprise a pair. One pair minimum. Yeah. Uh, and and, and uh, because of that, at the party that they held here on Melrose at the uh, Bait Sneaker Store, uh, we have seen, I, I guess we have seen multiple pairs of shoes because we've seen Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson holding a pair of shoes. So uh-huh. there's we know there's two. At least there's those two. Um, but that does bring up, we had a really great reunion of sorts here in Los Angeles. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, Robin Shelby, Ray Parker Jr., um, and I would imagine some of the Stranger Things people. I haven't seen photos of them yet, but they had to have been there. At least one or two of the kids had had to have attended this party. Uh, yeah. Well, a they're well. See, I was about to say they're kind of from all over the states, and it is you know school time, so who knows? But it is also the show's about to to drop. This is prime, and I know they're so all I in sus- town for the yeah. Ellen show. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, okay, they're so all here, all at least on. all four of the guys are here. So come on, kids. come on. Um, so anyway, so uh, this this Exofit High. I hope I said that right. I hope I sound like a cool kid. Uh, pair of shoes. Uh, these will be on sale if the price is right uh, for you. But I think it's going to be a lot like the Power Loader sneakers that uh, Reebok did, where it's like they're on sale. There's only 200 of them, and they're probably going for like $2,000. They're probably going to go for a lot of money. Uh, these are not sneakers that you're going to wear, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> you will probably want to put these on a pedestal under bulletproof glass with yeah. UV protection. I read, the, I read the press release, and they do specifically mention uh, sneaker aficionados, of which yeah. – yeah. We know they exist. Guys that do nothing but, you know. They're uh yeah, closets. 
filled yeah. with sneakers they never wear. And and it so. does sound like there will be other opportunities because uh, bait retailers around the world, there are several stores, uh, as well as Reebok stores in Japan. And then they say and online, which leads me to believe there will be an opportunity eventually, but I would guess that that's whatever is the remainder, whatever's left uh, will be online. So, yeah. um, I mean, the launch party is really what's uh, to focus on here, Chris, because... It's gotten a lot of good buzz. At least tonight, I've seen a lot of social media buzz. Uh, Sean mm. Bishop's Ectomobile was parked out front, which, you know, on Melrose Boulevard on a on a weeknight that there's a Dodgers <laughs> game, it's gotten a lot of visibility. Everybody's of craning their necks and trying to get on uh, their phones fast enough to put it up on Snapchat or Instagram. Um, and, of course, Dan and Ernie being in front of the car again, always fun to see. Uh, so there's a great photo opportunity there with all of the Southland Ghostbusters and, and some of the guys that were on site. Um, I mean, it can't hurt, right? I mean, even if even if the shoes are, okay, it's a pair of shoes that none of us are going to be able to afford or get our hands on. It is kind of cool to see this happening, right? Like, this is a, a big signal boost. Yeah. It's... Um well, I wonder sometimes because you and I do kind of live in the you know the, the the fan bubble, but I get the impression, like I said, with the the Shaw event and stuff like that, that Stranger Things two is all over the place right now, and by yeah. extension, Ghostbusters is all over the place because it is for the moment inextricably linked to their first round of yeah. promotion. So yeah. Um, and, and or all they're the only around gonna... because, because at the end of the day, this is a drops the whole series together at once. So right. they have one, one PR push and that's it. So this is, yeah, this is, it's a, uh, yeah. Stranger things too. Kind of got that, that, that pop culture cred push from ghostbusters and ghostbusters got that, you know, big signal boost at a point where, the comic series is what's going on right now, and but we're still quite a ways away from the animated movies. So perfect. Yeah, I, perfect. I, they should do this more often, right? Like, yeah. what does it hurt? I, Nothing. I mean, uh, for all the people that are, <laughs> I'm sure that somewhere because it is the internet, I'm sure that there is somebody out there going, "Why are they doing Ghostbusters on Stranger Things?" Or why are they selling shoes that are go like? What is it harming? What is the if if something like this comes out and and it gets the people talking especially around halloween again about ghostbusters and you know all of the everybody that sits down on the 27th to watch stranger things and hopefully the ghostbusters theme blasts as these kids uh, show up in their uniforms and they get that little bit of like a patter in their heart they're like oh my god ghostbusters yeah can i can i tell you what i'm secretly hoping for yeah what what do you what are you uh, what are you thinking what are your predictions Running through the living room, um, the, <laughs> with, with the, their homemade proton packs, and it, it doesn't even have to be. I just kind of hope that the there's a bit where the TV's playing commercials and they run one of the TV spots. Yeah, just to see a 1984 living room with an old 1984, you know, Kenworth oh, or Zenith two yes. television showing the the, the television ad. I. Oh, I'd love that because I like I said it for me. It will actually viscerally resonate because I have memories of that. Sure, so that's sure. kind of what I'm I'm hoping for. I mean, it's it's interesting to me because it's sort of reflecting my life, but in reverse. Uh, because the first season, you know, the whole through line was them playing Dungeons and Dragons, which was 
like junior high, high school for me, but uh, elementary school was like you said, me running around in my footy pajamas, thinking that it was my flight suit, uh, wearing my Kenner proton pack and yeah, going into the basement because it scared me, but I'm down there to bust some ghosts, you know? And, and, you know, maybe if that's what the through line is that these guys are, you know, they're, they ain't afraid of no ghosts now. Uh, they've, they've been up against a, a Demogorgon and they can do whatever they want. Um, maybe that's, that's where it's headed. And I think that's, that's kind of cool too. That's, that's my hope is that Ghostbusters is kind of that, that through line, you know, like, well, yeah. Uh, well, Peter Venkman talk- handled this. We can handle this. You know? We've talked about this before that one of the things I think is most powerful about Ghostbusters is it told people it's okay to be afraid. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that don't let that stop you from doing, you know, to, to facing those fears. And yeah, that might be an interesting story to tell that kids actually legitimately use Ghostbusters to steal themselves to go face <laughs> Yeah. You know, the the paranormal. And it makes a certain amount of sense that in the first season, you know, they were scared of this. It was unknown. They had no idea what was happening. And now that it's a known entity and they've seen Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, you know what? We got this. Let's take care of this. Whatever is happening in this uh, town, we're going to, we're going to fix it. We're going to save the world. Uh, So that's, that's the vibe that I'm hoping for. But uh, we will, I'm sure be talking again next Wednesday after you and I have at least watched a few of the episodes and we can kind of go. Go from Don't there. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. Do. And Twitter accounts. Print is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... The Ghostbusters. Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. So um, I'm going to go watch Stranger Things. Oh, no, it's not yet. I got to go read Answer the Call. That's what I have to go do. That's that's my homework after we finish recording here, Chris. Snuggle in bed. Oh, no. Under the the covers to keep warm. I I am uh, going to uh, lay in front of the box fan (laughs) with ice packs on my forehead. Fill the bathtub full with cold water. Climb in. And and hate holding my iPad to uh, read the issue digitally because uh, it's just too hot. Uh, the iPad is just emitting hot. too much heat. Hot, <laughs> hot, uh, But uh, so before we do that, though, it's uh, it's final thoughts time. What uh, what do you got this week? Uh, I put together my Stranger Things two drinking game. Oh oh, do you want to share? Is it something that's that's short enough that you can share with everybody? It's pretty short. I think okay. it's basically Ghostbusters centric is what it's going to come down to. I can't. I'm not going to extrapolate, but I. Um, this also predicates that actually the, the the game may only apply to the first episode, but that's okay. You're you're you'll be well buzzed for the the rest of the series. Um, Ghostbusters is meant not counting wearing the the costumes. Uh, or the the gear and all that. Like somebody 
name drops Ghostbusters. That's a drink. Yeah. Or quotes Ghostbusters, maybe. Well, that's the next one. Oh, that's Ghostbusters the next one. quote. Okay. Drink. Uh, Ghostbusters uh, incorrect quote. That's a shot. Okay. Okay. Uh, kids chastise others for uh, getting something about Ghostbusters wrong. That's, that's two drinks. <laughs> okay. Uh, someone makes fun of them for liking Ghostbusters. That's a oh, drink. Oh, inter- I didn't even think about that. Interesting. Okay. Uh, discussion of Ghostbuster characters. That's a drink. That's a good one. And, a good and one. I just added. I just added it in. If we see the TV ad on the TV, the old classic ad. That's oh. a chug. That's a chug. That's a chug. That is a chug. So I don't think that's, uh, you know what? <laughs> the Ghostbusters International uh, Crosser <laughs> Podcast cannot condone <laughs> drinking to excess. Yes, please uh, drink responsibly. Please please do not drink yourself into alcohol poisoning with this, <laughs> this drinking game. Please don't binge watch and drive. Or if you are, binge and purge. Oh, oh boy. And then sleep it off. <laughs> and then, yeah, no. <laughs> well, like I said, it's kind of. I was kind of thinking about it. I was like, we always joke about drinking games. This is one of the few times where I th- think you can kind of make one instead of the ironic drinking games that you figure out later. Yeah, I think I think this is the one time we kind of have a shot that if you're gonna have a Stranger Things two party, you might be able to get you know get get things uh, get things hopping pretty quick yeah. with the first episode. Oh so. man. I mean that's uh, it's it's funny you mentioned because we worked on uh, for Super Troopers we did a, a drinking game that's like one of those maximum movie modes when you put in the Blu-ray and and the guys <laughs> from Broken Lizard tell you when to drink and we had to put a disclaimer on it because we realized if you do everything that is in the drinking game <laughs> you will have consumed like three handles of vodka by the time you get through the entire movie and we're like people are gonna die we can't this is horrible. So, you know... We're still going to die? We're still going to die? So, yeah, we're, we're going to put the same disclaimer here. Uh, dr- drink within your own reason. Like, don't don't adhere to it. Don't follow the instructions to a yeah. T. Because if they do that no. all in the first 10, 15 minutes and you have Oof. just pounded... You will forget the rest of the series. Yeah. At a minimum. Enjoy Stranger Things. Don't be blackout drunk for it, I guess is what I'm saying. But... Uh yeah I'm okay I'm I'm gonna play that I'm gonna do that All right. because it's okay. it's been like I said it's been a rough week uh, I'm gonna watch this on Friday night and I got nowhere to be on Saturday morning so let's just let's see what happens let's, All right get uh, to get get if anybody who's going to do it do it responsibly yes. and if it looks like it's gonna be overwhelming walk away <clears throat> but the way to keep playing is have a pad and a paper and not only uh you know play the game for a while mark it and then if like I said if you hit that uh, point. Uh, just put the bottle down, but keep marking it on the thing, and then we'll compare notes. Yeah, keep keep track. And what we're gonna do uh, because because you mentioned this, and because we're gonna be recording this uh, before it comes out, I'll put this up on the show notes before the show actually airs. So you're gonna see the drinking game rules. There you go. Beforehand, along with a text disclaimer. Along with the for the love of God, drink don't responsibly. Be responsible. Be. It's 2017. I think uh, we know we're supposed yeah, to drink exactly. responsibly, right? Uh, we we release all liability for your foolishness. Is what you I'm know what? I'm canceling the game now. <laughs> Somebody's just going to ruin it. No, no, we can't have any fun. One this is why we can't, can't have any fun. For every, that, that's how it always. One person. <laughs> one person. One <sighs> person says something on the internet, and the whole everybody loses their minds. <laughs> uh, <sighs> ooh, well, actually, once we compare notes, we'll have to tweak it for a uh, Alabama Ghostbusters version of it. Some oh. of their. Uh, some of their mason jar uh, specials. Yeah, the cooler moonshine. 
Yes. That's right. One mention of Ghostbusters. Drink. Okay, stop. <laughs> you're done. No, That's... you're done. Walk away. 100% <laughs> ABV. <laughs> Don't do it. You can power the DeLorean with that stuff. Uh, anyway, so I guess drink responsibly. Enjoy Stranger Things. Uh, please, please, please uh, pick up Answer the Call and, and give it a read. I am going to go read it right this second. Uh, so so many awesome things as Ghostbuster fans that are happening right now. So uh, enjoy them. Please enjoy them. Don't let the one person out there that's doing the squeaky wheel business ruin everything. Enjoy stuff because that's what it's there for. Enjoy it. Love it. Have fun. See you on the other side. Who you gonna call? Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. You could be one of my two favorite shows. Oh, you're kidding me. Oh, great. What was the other one? Bassmasters. It's a fishing show. Everything you're doing is bad. You truly scare me. I want you to know this. Next week, though, Careless Pets. Weird. You know what? I never even said alcohol. Maybe I'm talking about water. Yeah, I have two pallets left of Ecto Cooler. You could be pounding sugar, but then you'll get diabetes. Perfect. Uh, Not on a single pallet. Check your blood Trust sugar when you're. If you drink a pallet of of Ecto Cooler and it results in diabetes, I think I think you kind of. You'll that was the straw that broke the, the camel's back. Yeah. There was stuff leading up to it. Let's be honest. I wonder if you drink, if you drink a whole pallet of Ecto Cooler, do you turn green? Is it like eating a lot of carrots? I don't know. Huh. I mean, all I know is that if you put the lime in the coconut and drink it all up, you get sick. Huh. So, Well, there's only one way to find out. See you guys. <laughs>